0: Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. Um, It's funny because I woke up today and I was like, why is there a flag in my yard? And I realized today's flag day. and But you'll be listening to this in July. And I just was like, oh, I love summer because we have Memorial Day, we have Flag Day, we have 4th of July. In Utah, we have Pioneer Day. We have lots of days to celebrate our country, which is so great. But anyway, so... Thanks so much for listening. Today, I've been thinking about this topic, and I'm going to call it ex-communications. And I know that's like a play on words if you're religious at all, but I'm going to be talking about communication with your ex. And that could be a husband or wife or a boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend or whatever, Someone that you used to talk to on a regular basis and have a relationship with, and then now someone that you don't as often, but sometimes need to. And, you know, we're going to go into boundaries, and it's really like a personal decision. Um, In my divorce papers, there is rules like we're not supposed to block each other, there might be rules in your divorce decree, so look at those and make sure you're obeying those or even before you get divorced, like maybe create some rules and boundaries around your relationship. And the other thing I want to say is you really get to choose how you want to communicate. Like it can be your choice and you don't have to agree with your former spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend, but do what's best for you and your mental health. So really kind of get clear. And I know since I've been divorced for a year, I started thinking, oh, we could probably like hang out sometimes and maybe go to dinner and have a conversation. Um, We'll probably just text or I'll just call him when I have questions about the kids or finances or something. And I learned quickly that was not going to be the case and that was not going to work out for me and what I needed, um, a boundary I needed to stick to. So I came up with some different rules, boundaries, and guidelines, but you get to create whatever you want. And I'm going to call this a protocol. And a lot of times you might have heard this with if you're trying to lose weight or eat certain foods, you can create a protocol. And it's really because we want our higher brain to be in charge of these decisions. Because if you get a text From your ex, your initial response, especially if it triggers you or makes you feel uncomfortable or mad or angry, you immediately want to spew forth how you feel. And that isn't always the best decision because we're not then using our higher brain, we're using our lower brain and just saying what feels maybe mean or hurtful or whatever. We're just not using our best self. We're not showing up as our best self. So if you can make your decision, and I'm gonna call it a protocol ahead of time of how you wanna interact with your ex, and you might change it many times. I have gone from only emailing my ex to, okay, sometimes I actually do have to have a conversation with you on the phone regarding the kids to actually you need to come over to the house. Um, I'm going to allow you to come to our home and meet with the kids. Um, So I've done lots of different things, but I've always checked in with myself. And does this feel good to me? So just check in and make sure that you feel good about what you're doing. So whether it's emailing um, and how often, it doesn't need to be, you could get one email per week. It doesn't need to be on a daily basis. And I guess this also depends on the age of your children. Um, When you have a parenting plan, make sure that you're, you know, communicating, but communicating in a way that feels good to you. So emailing, a text, a phone call, you get to decide. And the problem is, I know when I let my lower brain take charge, I make Bad decisions. I, you know, make a phone call. It's like, oh, I should have done that in an email. I didn't need to have that conversation. So you're going to make mistakes. It's okay. Don't get mad at yourself, but just realize, like, okay, I need to have a plan and my plan might change. And just have lots of grace and compassion for yourself because you're figuring it out. And especially if you are divorced. It just creates, because you're used to talking to this person, at least in my case, like every day, 10 times a day, and then I go from never talking to him again. And so finding what feels best and right and good for you and keeps you in a mentally healthy space because you can get derailed really quickly if you get a text and you're driving and it just throws you off. So the other thing I would encourage you to do, and my therapist, he's like, you need to create a divorce room. So maybe create a space in your house, not necessarily a room. I just use my closet. So that I try to go into my closet if I see an email come up and I'm driving or I'm out and about, I try not to read it then. And I try to wait till I go home and I'm in my headspace of, okay, I'm in my closet. I'm reading this email. I can take some moment if I want to respond to it. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes I don't have that much self-control and I just want to read it and get it over right then. But if you can create a space where you give yourself permission for 30 minutes every day, this is where I'm going to think about my ex. I'm going to write in my journal. I'm going to cry. I'm going to hit a punching bag. Get all those feelings out in that allotted time. You're going to, it's just going to be so much better in the long run for your healing. So have an idea. What you want is if you want to just email them, the drop off and pickup. Um, I don't have that, but I would encourage you if you struggle and get triggered every time you see your ex, like say, drop your kids off if they're old enough to just go into the house and let them go in. You don't need to get out of the car and have a conversation. Cut that out as much as possible, especially if it's triggering for you. Now, there are some couples that it was mutually like both are in a good place And I think that takes time and space. But if that gets there and you can have a conversation and you feel good about after you're done, then that's okay. But you're going to know and do what's best for you, not what your ex wants you to do. You get to choose. It's your decision now. Make sure you're creating that protocol for yourself, deciding what you're going to do on certain anniversaries and certain, if a birthday or anything Just think about it ahead of time so you can create a plan, especially if you're going to feel triggered. I know, Father's Day is coming up. That could feel, you know, weird or different or, you know, maybe celebrate your dad more or do something for other men in your ward that you respect or in your neighborhood that you respect and appreciate. Um, You just get to decide how you want to communicate in that space. I was talking to a young friend of mine and he was like, oh, I just miss my girlfriend, um, his ex-girlfriend. But I was like, you're focusing on all the good qualities about her. Why don't you create a list of all the reasons why she's not your girlfriend anymore? Because I think sometimes our brain, for whatever reason, it's like we can only remember all the good things. And then we forget all the bad. It's like, oh, no, especially if we're divorced or broken up. Let's focus on the negative to remember, like, oh, yeah, this is why we aren't married anymore. Because otherwise, you're just going to make yourself more miserable because you're like, oh, but they're so nice and caring. But it's like, oh, wait a second. They had an affair or they were mean or whatever. There's going to be a reason why you got divorced ultimately, right? And so I would just challenge you to think about it. Realize you can change your mind. It's okay. But how do you want to communicate with your ex and do what's best for you? Create the protocol. Do it ahead of time and keep your commitment. And I know sometimes you're going to mess up like me many times. It's like, oh, I made a policy. I'm not calling him. And I just called him. And, you know. Nothing good came out of that conversation. So practice, this is going to take practice because we've been doing something one way for a very long time possibly, and now we're changing it up. There's not a right or wrong way, but you get to decide how you want to communicate with them. So good luck. If you need help with this, if you need help creating boundaries, if you need help coming up with a protocol, I would love to help you. And you can contact me on Instagram or Facebook. Send me a message. You can email me at hello at lifecoachgen.com. I respond really quickly. And anyways, good luck and have a great day. If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at lifecoachgen with one n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at happily even after podcast. Let's work together to create your happily even after.